Grace, mercy, and peace be to you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. This is our second week going through our stewardship emphasis. And today's sermon title is Come to the Table and Discipleship from a Distance. Well, come and get it. Soup's on. Or in our house, it's time to eat. Maybe your family has a particular way of letting everyone know that the meal is ready to be served. Of course, there are many ways to say, come to the table. We come to the table as an invitation to be together. It's a time for fellowship and for conversation about what has happened in the day or what the plans for the evening or the weekend are. Come to the table is about spending time together around a meal, whether it's a meal that's painstakingly prepared or ordered from the local pizza place. There is no better sound in the ears of one who is hungry than the invitation, come to the table. Eat. Fill your empty belly. Be hungry no more. I mean, people for years have, have, have joked about such invitations saying, well, you can call me anything, just don't call me late for dinner. If you're hungry, you want to eat, no doubt about it. Have you ever considered that you need to eat to live? It's food for thought. Now, there are occasions in our lives where we are called to the table for, for special meals. Birthdays might be one, Thanksgiving another, Christmas meals for sure, and of course, weddings. Most weddings these days are followed with, with fancy foods at the reception. And not just fancy, but, but filling. The bride and the groom, they don't want you to go away hungry. They want you to be well-fed in the celebration of their union as husband and wife. Good food, good wine, champagne toasts, music and dancing, all done in joy and gladness. A celebration like that takes some planning, as many of you know full well. Invitations are sent out well in advance so that an accurate count for food can be made. The RSVPs are recorded, food is ordered, prepared, and on the day of celebration, plated for all the guests. Come to the table. It's time to eat. We know what this is like. So too did the people who were in Jesus' presence. Come to the table is a nearly universal in its invitation. Today, in our readings, from Isaiah and Matthew, it, it, they both speak about food, a feast, an invitation to come to the table for a, a wedding celebration. Isaiah's reading speaks of the great eschatological or end-time feast of victory over sin and death that was planned, prepared, and plated by Jesus. A feast where guests of all nations are invited. A feast that all people, including you and I, should be longing with hunger to eat. It's a meal where death is no more and all things are made new. And the good news is the baptized already participate in this meal, instituted by our Lord on the night when he was betrayed. In his supper, we already receive a blessed foretaste of this feast that is still yet to come, while at the same time, already now enjoying a meal of forgiveness, a meal of life. What about the parable that Jesus tells? 
I mean, it seems kind of odd, doesn't it? It's almost like some people don't realize that they're hungry, and they don't understand that they need to eat to live. Some of the people in the parable don't want to eat what's prepared. They don't want to celebrate. Invitations are sent, but many return the RSVPs declining the feast. Oh, there's just too much going on in their lives, they say. Others in the parable don't seem to like the groom all that much, for they mistreat the servants, being, uh, uh, the servants bearing the invitations, and they, they even kill them. And then a little further in the parable comes the guest who tries to attend without his wedding garments. So he's cast out. What does this all mean? Well, we need to understand that Jesus is speaking first and foremost to the Pharisees. Just as he did with the parable of the vineyard, he is directing this at the hard-heartedness that the Pharisees were displaying. The parable is pretty straightforward. The king is the father. The son, or groom, is Jesus. The servants are those bearing God's words of invitation, the prophets of old and the apostles who follow after Jesus. The servants called the people of God to put on the garments of repentance and faith so as to enter into the wedding feast. But they were rejected and they were killed by the Pharisees and those who share in their hard-heartedness. They reject the Son, and they stand opposed to Christ and his rule and his reign, that is, his, his kingdom. And yet the king sends more servants, the apostles, to the Gentiles even, all those found in the highways and the hedges, with the same invitation, come to the table. Put on the garments of repentance and faith, and look, many come. They come from all nations. What about the one who comes to, or the one who tries to come without the appropriate wedding attire? Well, this one stands for all those who are not clothed in repentance and faith. He stands for those who are clothed in their own righteousness rather than being clothed in Christ. For you cannot enter into the wedding feast clothed in self righteousness. This is as true today as it was when Jesus first spoke these words to the Pharisees. Now look, there is a place and time for us to hear these words as well. I mean, hearing these words should cut to our hearts and arouse in us a holy hunger. For you have heard the invitation by the servants of the Lord, come to the table, but how have you responded? Have you placed a higher priority on people or, or things that would prevent you from the worship of God and the reception of his supper? Have you relied on your own righteousness, your own good works, or your own right behavior, rather than with repentance and faith, being clothed with Christ's righteousness? I think you'd be lying if you said that you haven't. So, I encourage you again, repent, reprioritize, have faith in Christ, not in yourself. Come to the table. But that's the thing these days. Many of us, we want to come to the table. We long for the fellowship of breaking bread together with a family of faith at the altar in this sanctuary. But we're hindered because of a virus. 
And for those who regularly come to the table during our outside services, the, the experience might be more like going through a drive through For many of us, this pandemic has, has made us uh, all hungrier, and the need to come to the table is heightened. What do we do? Well, take heart. God's people are called to be fed and nourished by Christ the King. It's part of who we are as his disciples or his stewards. The invitation, come to the table, still stands. But how do we get there in this time of distanced discipleship? Well, a couple of things for us to consider this day. First and foremost, remember your baptism. You have been united to Christ and made part of his bride, that is the church, in that blessed washing of the font. Your garments of sin and self-righteousness have been stripped away and you are now clothed with Christ's righteousness. So remember your baptism. Continue to repent of your sin and look to Christ the groom who is ever faithful to you. For Christ has pledged to abide with you in whatever adversity you may face. And remember Jesus' words. Man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. You are not far from God's word during this time. This is an invitation to take up your Bibles, to read them, to memorize key passages, and keep them in your hearts and minds. Share them with your family or write them down and send them to your friends. Now is the time to pick up your, your small, your large catechism, which are drawn from God's Word, and, and reread them and pray them and meditate on them. Now is the time for you to pick up your hymnals and sing God's Word put to music that your hearts might be comforted. During this time, faith and other congregations have made efforts to record services so that you may worship your families. Devotional materials, as well as meditations on God's Word recorded throughout the week, posted online, are available for you. And there is still opportunity to, to worship together, yet in a distanced fashion, on Sunday mornings and, even, and, and, and evenings at faith. You know, the table is still set, and the invitation still stands. Come to the table. As we celebrate the Lord's Supper on Sunday, and you're outside, it's not just a drive through It is a meal of sustenance for your faith. It is Christ for you and with you. It's manna from heaven. It's a foretaste of the wedding feast that all who are clothed in, right, in Christ's righteousness look forward to. And whether it's served to you in your cars or in the sanctuary, it's Christ's meal for you. And look, if you haven't been able to attend, please remember that your pastors stand ready to come to you. Never be afraid to request a visit uh, for the Lord's Supper. Never think that your pastors are too busy. But this is what we're here for. We are servants of Christ holding out the invitation to come to the table. We'll work with you to figure out the safest way possible to bring you Christ's precious meal. But brothers and sisters in Christ, Jesus comes to you in the midst of this pandemic. 
You are his disciples. Look, if, if the distance is making your hunger grow, then feast on his word. If this distance has you down, lift up your head again to the vision of the holy mountain. For in Christ, this is a reality, and it is our certain hope. For on this mountain of the Lord, uh, the, on this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-aged wine, a rich food full of marrow, of aged wine well refined. And he will swallow up on this mountain the covering that is cast over all peoples, the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will take away from all the earth. The Lord has spoken. Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Amen. Now may the peace of the Lord, which passes all understanding, guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.